Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there will be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Podcast Domination Show. In this episode, we're going to show, I'm going to break down the four key things that led to making six or yeah, 25K in six weeks, all right? So 25K in six weeks from a simple podcast. This is from a recent client we had. Um, they're up to about like two or three months in the program now, but their first six weeks, they crushed it. And I want to share the four key things plus one bonus as to why that happened, why he was so successful and some of the things I want to instill in you guys so that you can do the same thing. In a world where ad costs are continually rising and prospects are getting more and more skeptical about who they can trust, how can you reach new people in a way that's authentic and effective? A place where you can build trust at scale and convert skeptical prospects into raving fans and clients. Hey, my name is Luis Diaz, and you're listening to the Podcast Podcast Domination Domination Show, the place for entrepreneurs and businesses that want to know how to build a podcast that helps them grow their business, get more clients, and build their brand. I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me. Before we get into that, though, I want to make sure you understand the context. I'm sure a lot of people right now are probably thinking, oh, like he probably had a big list or he had a ton of money to spend on ads or he already had, you know, he already had a huge following or whatever the case may be. This was not the case. I'll share with you in a second here a couple of things that he did have that I think are critical if you're getting into podcasting that I, I mean, for all of our clients now, it's like nowadays it's, it's more of a, it's not like it's good to have, it's more of a, a must have. And I'll share with that, that in a second. But there's four key things we're going to break down here. Um, I want you to kind of know, first of all, we didn't even get, when we launched his podcast, we didn't even get our ads approved. So we had ads that were going to go out. They didn't get approved. <laughs> so it was like, we were kind of dead in the water there. We're like, we can't get the ads approved because of the content. So it's not that, that's not a, a potential growth path to get in front of more listeners. So that didn't work for us. He didn't have a big list. He didn't have a ton of money to spend on ads. We didn't spend any on ads actually. Um, nor was he selling like a um, discounted offer, nor was he selling into a huge niche that I have seen a lot of people have success with. To be honest, I've only seen 
maybe one or two huge influencers now have success in the niche he's in. And honestly, um, I was, I was confident in him, but I wasn't confident in, in like the fact that like the, the, the way it would take off, right? Sometimes podcasts take a while to get, to get the fire burning. Sometimes they don't, sometimes they, they take off out the gate. But the thing is we were super confident in what he had. And our part of our strategy was, was I'll share with you guys this. It was to keep it super simple in terms of what we were going after. We knew what the people wanted, who our audience, they're, they're his clients or his prospects, what they really wanted and what their pain points were, which we'll get to that more in a second here too. Um, we also knew that we had to keep this very, very clear, meaning we had to keep it very focused around their problems, solving those problems, and then giving them somewhere else to go to get more information, to, to learn, to get help, to jump on the call, to do whatever the next step may be, right? We had to keep that process very simple. We didn't need a lot of fanciness. We already knew what they were struggling with. We just need to know, knew now we had to get it in front of them and we had to get the right message um, and get them to take action. That was it, all right? So it doesn't need to be, what I wanna say here for a lot of coaches listening to this that are thinking like, man, like how can I get my podcast to make me 5K a month, 10K a month, more than that, 20K a month? How can I get it to, to start to warm up more clients for me or prospects and bring in ideal clients to my program? You wanna keep it really simple. And this is exactly what we did um, because we knew the pain points. So number one, you've really gotta focus on these pain points. So the number one, or the first key thing here again is the messaging, the messaging around these pain points. I'm actually gonna, um, drop my screen down a bit here so you guys can see. I'll share my screen with you. And then if you want this document, what I want you to do is to go to the Facebook group. If you're already in there, this is already in the Facebook group as we're um, that I'm recording this for, but this is also going to be a, a podcast. All right. So you guys be able to have this document as well. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can go to the Facebook group. It's in the show notes and uh, you'll be able to, um, we'll actually just link the video here. Um, so you guys can check it out in the Facebook group as well and the document. But number one, number one thing here is the messaging. That was on point, okay? We knew the pain points we were trying to nail. And one of the things I'd say, I, I learned this from, um, I give credit to Joel Irway about this. One of the things I learned that's super important to remember is that your most um, hungry client is going to be the person who's tried and failed, okay? So going out the gate, we knew these people had tried to tried and failed at what they were trying to achieve. They had already failed. So we focused in on that. And I think a lot of people get tripped up here because they try to focus on they, they, they are sick and tired of maybe addressing the same pain points over and over again, in their marketing, even though it's working. And they try to start to branch out into other things that their audience is not ready for. If your audience is not ready for, like if they're still eating baby food, you can't go and try and feed them solid food if they haven't really gotten good at eating baby food, okay? Or if they're not used to eating solid foods, right? You've got to feed them or meet them where they're at, okay? So meeting your audience where they're at is one of the, one of the big conversations we had in launching this podcast of like, should we really start to um, talk about higher level things that they may not be ready for, but they'll need in three, six months, 12 months, I don't know, you know? And the answer was no, we decided to not do that because, I know for me intuitively, whenever I seen podcasts do this, they try to do too much at the beginning. They try to talk about all this stuff that's way over the heads of their audience. It just doesn't work. It just flat out doesn't work. So I wanted to make sure that you guys knew this. The first thing we had right here that made this podcast super successful was the messaging. 
nailing the pain points of the client, meeting them where they're at, not trying to get too fancy and keeping it super simple and focused on them. Okay. So make sure you have those pain points, right? Specifically, right. And not just like, like fuzzy ideas of like, I think they're struggling with how to get, how to make more money online, or they can't get their marketing work. Like get into the sub level, get into the, the beliefs, get into the, um, the, the, like what's going on in their head. Okay. Um, great marketer, Craig Valentine told me once, you know, if you, the marketing is really all about meeting the message or, or, you know, answering the question that's in their mind or meeting them, meeting them where they're at in their minds. So what are they saying in their head at night? Um, when they're waking up, when they're <laughs> going to the bathroom, when they're stressed out, you know, what are those things, the conversations that are happening in their mind? All right. So that was the first thing. Number two, number two thing here for a profitable podcast. And especially if you're a coach consultant, you're doing this and you want to establish authority and you want to establish like, Hey, I know what I'm talking about, but I'm also like approachable. And I'm not somebody who's like this pompous, <laughs> uh, very, very um, cold kind of um, person who just knows a lot of stuff. You don't want to be authority who's unapproachable. You want to be an authority who's approachable um, and who gets it and kind of like understands you. Nobody wants to just feel like they're they're listening to an expert, but they're like afraid. They're like that kid in school who's afraid to answer, to raise their hand because they don't want to get, you know, uh, they don't want to be embarrassed. So one of the things we did, the second part thing here was no interviews, no interviews. And this was in part because for me, I know that like the kind of podcasts I listen to are typically not, um, they're typically not like interview shows, to be honest with you. I like going on interviews. I think interviews are great and there's a time and a place for them. However, strictly for this kind of podcast, if you're a coach consultant, I would say go no interviews for the first 20 to 30 episodes. People need to hear your voice. They need to hear your message. They need to hear why you are the one, um, your story, and also like how you can relate to them. Like, how are you relatable? Like in this case, um, our client, the host, like he had been through all this stuff that these people were feeling or suffering from. He'd been through it himself and he fixed it and he, he came out the other end a better man. So if that's you, if you are somebody who's had the problems and pain points of your market, then don't go, don't worry about interviewing people all so fast. The only kind of interviews I would recommend if you're going to do any at all are client testimonials. And we've got, I know for us, we've got a special, um, a specific framework for how to conduct those kind of interviews. So you pull out the juice and the gold and it doesn't turn into a waste of time. But the only interviews I would say are client testimonial interviews that are showcasing how you can help people outside of that. It needs to be belief shifting type of content and content that's going to make you relatable, but also show that you are a person who's been there, done that. And you can show them, you can kind of be their guide. All right. You can be their guide. You can be the person who's going to walk them to the Holy land. All right. So that's number two, no interviews. Number three here, which kind of relates back to number one, which talking about messaging is having a polarizing message and method. All right. So we already knew his message was working. We already knew, even though he was a smaller player in this market, we already knew that it was working and also people resonated with it and it was different from what's out there. So if you're going into podcasting and, and, and I had a conversation with him, I forget who it was yesterday. And we were talking about these me too podcasts that are coming out there. The last thing you want to be is a me too podcast or a me too anything. There's a lot of podcasts out there that interview people and it's all about the same stuff. Or there's all a lot of podcasts that um, talk about the same kind of content that other people are talking about. We had a different message and a different kind of method that was resonating with this kind of market. So we knew that going in. 
Okay. So messaging was right. We had a polarizing type of way we were approaching the problem. It was different from what everyone else was doing, meaning people who had been, maybe they've tried the other way and they got burnt or they just didn't like it. Now they're going to come into this podcast and this program with a, a whole different, like a, a much, uh, I would say a different level of respect. Cause I can resonate with this too. When I've tried different sales programs in the past and it didn't work for me. And then I had, I found my current mentor who's great and his message and belief system and his whole methodology is different. So that different, that kind of, um, this is basic marketing. I, I know, but it's, it's sometimes forgotten when you're launching a podcast, your message needs to be polarizing and difficult or difficult and, and different. All right. So another, one other thing I'll say here is speak to one person, not to an audience, speak to one person. I'm talking about if you can envision in your head who it is you're talking to, like, I know I'm talking to a coach or consultant right now who is probably making 10 to $30,000 a month or more. And they are looking at a podcast as, is this going to be a way to get me out of Facebook groups and to, so I can make easier one call closes. All right. That's my guy. That's my gal. That's the kind of person I want in my work. Cause I can really help them blow it out the water. All right. So that's get it really clear on that one person, not an audience. Last person, last part here. Okay. And then we'll get to the bonus piece that I'll make sure it's covered up. Um, last part here is consistent marketing to the warm list. Okay. To the warm list, meaning the people in your email list, the Facebook groups, the, in your, in your Facebook or Instagram direct messages who have opted into your list. Um, people that you're, if you have a sales team that your sales team are talking to right now, um, you've got to circulate your content. All right. And not just people aren't just going to magically find your podcast. You have to put it right in front of them. All right. Put it. What I mean by that is like pinning it to the top of your Facebook group, sending it, sending the link to a prospect, sending you the link to your people. When people opt into your, your email list, having a, the list of the top five podcasts there, having, um, if you use many chat, having a direct, like a many chat blast that you can do without, if you're not going to, hopefully you don't get kicked off, but uh, cause I know the, the rules are changing for that a bit, but having these things, these methods in place to put it right in front of them, putting it in front of new prospects, new email list subscribers, new Facebook members, um, all of this stuff, really, really important. So that for one is a, is a big piece. Okay. Um, a lot of times we think just posting it on Facebook is, is going to do the trick or Instagram or putting it in our stories. No, like that stuff helps, but you've got to like intentionally, if you know, like there's five people in your world right now that could listen to a recent episode that get value from it, you should go and have your assistant or you go and drop the link in their direct message. Like, Hey, I just dropped this, but I know it's really helped you skip to minute, skip to minute 15 and you'll, and you'll really like it. Okay. That's how you get people to listen, especially when you're new and you don't have a lot of traction. That's one of the things I saw him do really well. Um, and, uh, honestly, like he, I think he's a good marketer by, by trade. So he was able, he was able to get really nifty and crafty and maybe we'll have him on here for, um, for an episode, but I know he's coming to our workshop, which is happening in February, later February, 2021. And uh, so if you guys are going to be at that, that workshop, it'll be uh, the link and details will be below, but he's going to be one of the speakers that we're going to actually have come and uh, speak to us. So um, the bonus, so we got the four points. I'll recap them really quick. Number one, his messaging was on point, meaning he knew the pain points of his audience. Number two, he didn't do any interviews, stuck to his message and honing that and getting that drilled in. Number three, he had a polarizing method 
and message, meaning he was different from the other people in his space. So we're talking about the same thing. And then number four, he was consistent with his marketing and he put it right in front of their face, meaning he put it in their, in their DMs. He put it in their like welcome when they got into the Facebook group, put it into the email list. He sent them direct links. He had his team do that too. So he was very intentional about his growth and his podcast, getting in front of the right people. And then last but not least, he had a proven offer, which is totally not something that you would say, or you would think is a podcasting factor, right? You think you can start a podcast at any time, but no, if you have a proven offer, it just gives you more confidence, which allows you to show up differently when you do interviews, which allows you to show up differently or, or when you do your solos, allows you to show up differently for your audience. When you have a proven offer that's getting results, I've found my clients that if you, the, the way they show up is whole or the whole like different level because now you've got results you can talk about. You've got um, belief in the process that you're talking about. You've got um, trust in the results that you can get for somebody you can create for someone else. And it is just a whole different level. It's a different level of energy that you're bringing to the podcast. So um, it's not like a huge I mean, it's not like um, something that I think people really realize is important, but it's super, it really is. Um, and obviously you can sell more of a great offer because it works, obviously. So um, I guess the biggest thing I'll say, I'll take away, I'll give you guys this um, to take away is the messaging. I think the messaging and understanding the pain points is kind of step one for a lot of people and understanding this, the pain points of where you're at, where your customer's at right now. Like for me, I'm going to take a hunch or go out on a hunch and say, you're probably listening to this and you're looking at starting a podcast or you already have one and you're figuring, trying to figure out why is it not working as well as I wanted to, right? That is the key thing there. And that's what we're going to keep on talking about on this podcast, helping you guys grow, um, giving you opportunities to step up and grow your podcast and to get serious about it. Cause I know a lot of you aren't as serious as you want to be. Um, hence why you're not seeing the results you want to see. So that's it for this episode. So make sure if you want the document that I just laid out, um, if you're not seeing this in the Facebook group, obviously you can comment below and you'll get it comment, um, you know, below like document and I'll give it to you. But if you're listening to this in the podcast, you can make sure to, um, just go to the, the show notes and you can get it there. Um, as well, you can get a link to jump in the Facebook group and get it that way. All right. So I will see you later. Enjoy your, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever you're listening to this. And I will uh, catch you in the next episode. Bye for now.